0: podcast with Kendra Jarrett. I am your host, Kendra Jarrett. And today I want to talk about a concept that I think is really important as you are listening to me. Maybe you decide that you're going to commit to this podcast. Maybe you're working with me in the app or you're in my Facebook group. The question is, are you willing to not lose weight to ultimately get what you want? And I think this is going to be a quicker one. And I'm trying to do some of these so that I can get these concepts out to you. It's not necessarily long form. It's just a way for you to think and start to process uh, maybe some of my coaching, maybe some of the other content you're seeing. And as you watch me live my life and not always focus on weight loss, the question is, are you willing to not focus on weight loss to get what you want? So I think I'll start by saying most people come to me with a weight loss goal in mind. I think that's fair to say. I'm 49 um, and I get mostly women in my demographic who want to lose weight. It's not our first rodeo. And so I sometimes imagine that that first, yeah, I want to lose 20 pounds We might not even be believing our own kind of BS. We have some doubt that we're going to be able to do it this time. And even if we can, there's some doubt that we're going to be able to keep it off. When you go into most apps, they're going to give you a 1,400, 1,600, or 1,200 calorie option. They don't know who you are. They don't know your diet history. They don't know your metabolism. They don't know your ability to adhere. They don't know your lifestyle. I mean, do I have to keep going on and on and on? So the app is going to give you some calorie range and you're going to shoot for that. And if if you're like most people who want to lose weight, you're going to go for the lowest one possible, and then you're going to kind of play around with it and make it work. And on any given day, you're going to kind of fit the foods into your macros or your calories to make it work. But you may or may not have actually followed that plan. And if actually you should listen to my to my episode on toxic behaviors that may be holding you back. Cause that's going to be one of them is, is lack of transparency in your uh, recording of your food, but you're going to come in with a weight loss goal in mind. It's really, really difficult to be the one to tell someone that it's not weight loss that we're going for here, that it's going to be changing your body composition over time. And I know you might be going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want you to hear me, like, write it down. My goal is to change my body composition over time. That is what we're doing. If you're following me and you're, you know, doing anything that I do or my people do, we are changing our body composition over time. Now in the bodybuilding world, and it's even leaked out into mainstream is called, body recomp. All that means is the holy grail of losing body fat and building muscle at the same time, which trust me, everyone wants, but there does have to be a period of time where your goal is to build muscle and change your physique that you are not dieting, that you are not cutting calories, that you are not obsessively trying to get the scale to go down And I think and believe in this industry, we have done people a great disservice by promising rapid weight loss, by focusing on weight loss, by showing muscular physiques and talking about weight loss. Because what it takes to build and maintain that is not about weight loss. This is about changing body composition over time. So a lot of women who come to me who want to get leaner, it's like there's nothing to get leaner To show if you want toned arms, that's not about weight loss. Oftentimes that's about building muscle and slowly over time in a healthy way where you preserve lean muscle, changing your body composition, which is the percentage of fat on your body as compared to lean muscle and lean mass, which is everything other than body fat. So think about that. Now, if you listen to my three pillars of fat loss, there is no doubt a relationship between the scale going down and losing body fat. But what I want to say to like 80% of the women who come to me is that what we need to be focused on is building muscle, building strength and building that lifestyle and slowly over time losing body fat. But it's not always in your best interest just to rapidly cut calories and get you weight loss. That's that's not always the best. In fact, especially if you're somebody who has not been lifting weights and you have, you're kind of in that skinny fat realm, which is not that uncommon for people to come to me and you desperately want to see the scale go down. And that is not at all what we need to be doing. So the question you have to ask yourself is, if you come to me, or another coach with the goal of building, I want toned arms. I want to build this great physique that is going to be about building muscle, building strength and losing body fat over time. We should never be thinking, Oh, I'll just lose a bunch of weight. And then I'll start lifting weights. No, no. Lifting weights is part of, the three pillars of fat loss. It's one of the most important components of fat loss. Now, how long you do it, how often you do it, all of that is up for today, debate because we have a starting point, right? Like we, you can't just start six days a week at the gym and do split body parts and train like an expert when you're really just learning. But you have to start with resistance training if your goal is to change your physique and lose body fat and get that beautiful toned, look. We also have genetics at play and also ultimate potential, which I'll do another talk about. I kind of stole some data from a talk that I listened to, so I won't claim it for my own, but we all do have an ultimate potential in terms of how much muscle we can build over how much time. And then we have genetic components at play. So if I've always had a pancake butt the chance of me having a big, huge, super booty without some type of medical intervention is low. Now, you can do it, but the question is, are you willing to do that and not go for weight loss? So if your goal is to build your glutes, you're going to need to do that over time and not constantly be in a caloric deficit with also the goal of losing body fat and losing weight. So my challenge to you all is if you are working with somebody and your goal is to build muscle, that number one, you really trust the process of what it takes to build muscle over time. Remember, building muscle is a slow and steady process and it takes effort in the gym or at home and it takes the ability for you to push yourself, to lift enough weight to even be able to recruit the muscle fibers that you need to be able to uh, adapt, which is the ultimate, ultimately what's happening when you're building muscle. So to get that physique, you might be looking for, which might be, I I say toned arms, because that's whatever. I just want these toned arms. You know, I'd like my legs to improve. I really, I really want to grow my glutes a little bit. I want a strong core. Most of what that's going to require is lifting weights consistently and not just, weight loss. Okay. So the components of that are going to be, you're going to be able need to eat enough protein to be able to build and even maintain that muscle in the first place. And most people are falling short there immediately right out of the gate. So we need to be building, uh, eating enough protein. We're going to shoot for 0.8 to 1.2 or so grams per pound of your goal or ideal body weight. The second thing you need to do, and this is totally counterintuitive to somebody who wants to change their physique and lose weight, is we actually need to eat enough food. Yes, a surplus is ideal. Even if I can get you eating at more of a maintenance calorie consistently and avoiding the restrict and binge and over excessive cardio to kind of feel like you're evening out whatever you overate the other day, if we can get you to eat more consistently that is going to contribute to your goal of building a physique that you want. And again, that will show up on the scale. So we're we're already moving out of weight loss and we're moving into changing the physique and body composition over time through protein, eating enough food, and resistance training. We also need to work on kind of how we eat around and fuel around our workouts so that we can have a great workout. We're not going into those workouts depleted. And then a lot of people do this. They try to cut calories around a workout thinking like doing it fasted is going to burn more fat. And I know there's a lot of bro science around, um, you know, doing fasted cardio, especially for bodybuilders. But There's not a lot of data around that. So we don't need to be doing that. So for a lot of people, we need to actually kind of deprioritize cardiovascular exercise and, and shift to prioritizing strength training. So now we've got strength training. We've got building muscle in that way. We've got eating protein, eating enough food and really working on how we fuel around those workouts to get an optimal workout. We're going to decondition a little bit from cardiovascular exercise. So like, let's say that you're just in your mind, right? So I have a lot of these people and I know, you know, you're going to be listening to this going, Oh my gosh, that's me. You don't have the body composition that you want. You might be 30 pounds overweight and you keep running marathons thinking like somehow this marathon is going to get you to weight loss. We need to put the weight loss aside. We need to put the Marathon aside, if your goal is to change your body composition, we need to prioritize all of the things I just described, strength training, protein, food, and we need to do that for a long enough period over time. And that is going to be an incredible way for you to be able to reach that body composition goal. So I love the idea of doing marathons. I love the idea of all of that. Of course, that's my history, but it is not gonna be the thing that you need to do for weight loss or to change your body composition over time. In fact, that can often keep people stuck with the body composition that they have. And I know it seems counterintuitive, right? Like more cardio, won't that help me? That can increase the appetite, a lot of people, excessively carb load when they really don't need to. Um, And then that can also lead to, uh, you know, increased cortisol, poor sleep through that type of training. And it's very difficult for people to lose body fat with excessive endurance uh, for the general population. Now you might see a body type that you think I'm totally full of it because you see like sort of emaciated runners, which is probably another problem in and of itself, but weight loss isn't going to come through excessive amounts of cardio, most likely, especially if you're coming to me already doing excessive amounts of a cardio and you're not where you want to be. The question you're always going to ask is, am I willing to do what I need to do and not necessarily lose weight, but change some of my behaviors to lose body fat, improve muscle on my body and Do that for long enough over time so that my body will respond and my body composition will change. So if you feel like you're spinning your wheels and kind of beating your head against the wall with weight loss, but you're not lifting weights and you're kind of inconsistent with your diet, you have got to change your mindset from losing weight To changing my body composition over time. And what's going to come along with that are the lifestyle changes that I've been describing. Hands down, those are going to be the most important things that you can do to change body composition over time. It's not always just about slashing calories and eating less. Okay. So that's really, really important to understand. I watch so many women just kind of spinning their wheels and stopping and starting. And a lot of it I think is just because we, you know, you, you get, uh, you start to lose confidence, right? You think you're coming in for weight loss. You're not seeing the scale move down because as women, it's our only marker of progress. And we've forgotten some of the other things that also demonstrate progress. Like building strength? Am I stronger in the gym? Have I built a new habit around the gym? Um, Do I feel better in my clothes, even if the scale isn't going down? Maybe your measurements are changing, even if the scale isn't dropping dramatically. So be open to things other than just weight loss is a way to determine that you've made progress. You can be healthy in many different body types. Like Being, and I, I mean, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, but being lean and shredded doesn't necessarily mean health. In fact, speaking from experience, having done bodybuilding contests, it's not the healthiest. So you really have to look at other strategies to be able to mark your progress than just like being lean and shredded. That is that like, listen, there's nothing I love more than helping somebody get lean and shredded. It's fun. It's, it feels good, but it's not always someone's optimal health. And so you really, especially as women, oftentimes what we need to do is pause and focus on eating more consistently, lifting heavy, longevity, And then that physique will come over time. So if you're, if you have just been cutting calories and increasing cardio and cutting calories and increasing cardio, and you just sort of feel like nothing is changing, you have to be willing to change in order to see those physique changes over time. And let me tell you, it's takes longer than you think, and it can be frustrating but you have to fall in love with the lifestyle. I think that's so important. And I know women struggle with that. I talk to women all the time who are like, oh, but I hate lifting weights. Listen, building muscle on your body, I don't know anybody that hates it once they really commit to it. Like I get lots of messages on a regular basis where women who said they didn't want to lift weights are now secretly falling in love with the fact that they can do a pull-up Or they can do 10 more pounds than they did when they started. Trust me, like you're saying that, but oftentimes it's because you don't know what to do. Maybe you're going alone. Maybe you're not that motivated to go. Maybe you haven't really seen the results because we're so focused on the scale going down. We're not thinking about all the other things that are happening and we're just quitting too soon. So don't sell yourself short. You know what I'm saying? I hope that was helpful. Drop comments definitely here. Let's get the conversation going. You can find me through my website. Feel free to email me there. You can DM me on my platforms. I, you know, do my best to get back to people. But I just want us to be thinking differently as women about how we are progressing and that it's not always just the scale and that weight loss isn't always the most effective way to be thinking about this. You've got to fall in love with this lifestyle and be thinking about longevity. And if you're my age, there's just, you absolutely need to be out there resistance training on some level. And I'll talk more about that in future podcasts, but be willing to do what you need to do to get what you want, even if it's not exactly what you think it should be looking like. So trust the process. Please feel free to share the show. Only five-star ratings. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Like my mother said. I live by that. Trust me, I do. Share the show, subscribe, send me ideas. And uh, thanks for being here. Hopefully you got a little uh, something to think about, a little takeaway and um, have an awesome day, you guys.